Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey everybody, welcome back to Core. This is Core Heroes of the Storm podcast coming at you right in your face. I'm Scott John Smith, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger, and we're here again talking about everybody's favorite Blizzard MOBA. Uh, and it's always a good time. Hey, I got a <clears throat> I got a little uh, thing that came up in my head today that I'd like to share with you two and the uh, and the audience as well. Uh, you guys, not you two, the band. I just want to make that clear. Not this is not message is not for Bono. Or for Edge, or the other guys, okay? Oh, but they thought it was a beautiful day. They did. They were wrong. They're idiots. Just kidding. Okay. They're fine. They're fine. Uh, all right. So here's my thinking. Um, I've been very busy this week trying to get ready for a trip and a and a talk and stuff. I have to give at a convention in Ohio. If you live in that area, actually, come check out the uh, GDEX at thegdex.com and uh, come say hi and hang out with me if you want. Uh, but one way or the other, I'm going to go do that. And because of that, I've been very busy trying to get ready for it. And I haven't had a lot of time for almost any video games of any type this week. I did manage to get a, a, a rando Quick Match Heroes game in, and I got a little wild play. Other than that, not too much. 
one thing I did do is I downloaded on the Switch, the Nintendo Switch right here, thing, uh, Arena of Valor. Now, you guys remember me talking about this thing back when it was uh, put on mobile. Um, and it, Well, put on mobile in the States. Uh, originally, it was in uh, China. And it is officially the biggest, most popular game in the world. I think it even ekes out... Uh, Fortnite in terms of total player base I could be wrong on that but it's in the hundreds of millions of people playing this game um and the mobile version is pretty good for you know a mobile MOBA but again you know touchscreen controls and all that it I had some fun with it but I remember at the time saying hey wouldn't it be cool if we had something from Blizzard that was like this we could play on the go so uh a bunch of time passed there was a lot of talk about a beta for Arena for uh, of Valor uh, being on the Switch and people tested it and all that it's now out, it's free, and I downloaded it and played a bunch of it. And uh, all it does is remind me that that would be a perfect place for Blizzard to put, now wait for the, now you got to hear me out here, Blizzard needs to put Heroes of the Storm everywhere. And so here's my thinking, okay? Uh, I don't know if you have to keep the player bases separate. You could just go whole honky-dory the way that Fortnite has and say, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. It doesn't matter what device you're on. It doesn't matter where you are or what your brand loyalty is. All of these games, including now Sony, who finally caved, uh, are connected together. You're using the same account. You're all driving the same bus. Everybody's fighting together. And you might say, well, oh, well PC players are just going to work those poor mobile players. And that's true. They do. I, I can't imagine a mobile player does very well against a mouse and keyboard player. Um, and those that do are pretty crazy and amazing and they're interesting in their own way. But the point is they've they've thrown all their eggs in that basket. I am a PC guy and I'm also, I can get a little puristy like some PC people can. We get a little master race about our favorite platform. I'm there, I get it. But I think that there is real growth potential for Heroes of the Storm specifically if it was available in more places than just PCs and it barely plays on Macs anymore because that engine is a monster. Um, that may be a reason why none of my idea would work anyway, because they'd have to retrofit so many things, but having played arena for uh, valor on that device, having played games like Diablo three on consoles, um, I'm convinced despite the, the, the fact that you would have a definite advantage in the hands of PC players that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Like, just fill out the rosters to have a bigger match pool. I don't think it ruins anything. I think you just make your game bigger and put it in more hands and then more people play it. I know there are problems with my idea, but I would like to, at this stage, ask my cohorts and companions here what they think. I'm going to start. With, oh, yeah, go ahead. Clarification um, here. Yeah. How do you how do you auto attack in Arena of Valor? Is that even a thing in this game? It is. So there's a bunch of auto attack carry type, um, you know, direct damage type characters, ranged and otherwise. And the way they work on I guess both mobile and this um and the Switch version is you kind of have a okay, so imagine every player, and this is gonna be true in Heroes of the Storm, every character's got a a range around them. Let's say we'll just use Vala as the example. Because uh, she has kind of an equivalent dude over there in uh, okay. the other thing, kind of based on kind of her character type, dual, you know, arrow shooting stuff and all that. Uh, 
imagine a, a radius around them that is their her range. So in the game on the PC, if you click a character to attack it, she'll get up to that minimum range and start firing. So that's your minimum range, right? Uh, that's how it works in here, except what happens is if you get into a, let's say, a scrum of minions uh, or, or heroes are in there, uh, it will favor heroes always when you auto-attack that are, that are, again, within range. And when you hit your attack, your auto-attack button... It, it sort of lights up that little circle around you, just kind of like a little... Just to say, oh, this is the ring that you need to have somebody in to start attacking them. And okay. if it's if there are heroes in there with minions, it will favor heroes. It will favor the closest hero. If it's minions only, it'll just start killing minions. Um, are you able to switch targets? Yes. Confirming? Yes. Uh-huh. You can switch targets and you can change targets while you're doing it. So... It's just a matter of you just, you know, a little tweak of the stick to the left and you're, the other guy's targeted. Um, your abilities are mapped to various buttons on the shoulder and the and the face buttons. And you end up with, like, that's like heroes. You got, like, you know, your equivalent of, what, four main abilities, one of which you is your ultimate. four main abilities, sometimes a fifth, and right. some heroes are piano heroes. Right. Right. But now I think... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, he, out of all the MOBAs, there's no item so usually i know in league i don't know what it is now but there were also seven additional buttons for items which could possibly be activatables that you'd put on there so that's four abilities plus seven that's 13 buttons plus Plus, the auto attack plus heroes has their heroes has that same thing with one two three and four right like you can assign it's never usually that i don't think you fill up with nearly as much buttons like i think the most you get is three yeah maybe four yeah like i think from a controller standpoint, I think there's no reason that heroes couldn't be on every device, mobile device. Mm-hmm. And given what you, the only thing that seemed strange to me was how does auto attacks work? Mm-hmm. I just kind of assume there's no auto attacking in Arena of Valor. Oh, they're totally but like have an some, auto attack system, so it's possible. It is, and somebody if somebody walks into your minimum range, you auto attack them, regardless. Like you're, okay. it's almost like attack a, or a move. Uh, is on is all there the a way time. to stop the auto attack yes but i don't remember like if zarya shielded and you don't want to give her energy by attacking the sh- her shield you'd want to stop like hold it right so well and this is the other this is the other problem and what you bring you bringing you saying what you're saying is bringing up a really good point there are there are hero abilities and things about the characters and and heroes of the storm that have absolutely had a mouse and a keyboard in mind when they were designed their kits don't don't map well um a good example is the as mo- a recent one sally Whitemane, and the way that she does her like crisscross uh weirdness is gonna be funky um how you very carefully uh place uh deckard kane's stun uh thing whatever it's called i forgot the name of it uh is is a little screwy like they those are mouse controls and i don't know i don't know how some of that would translate and i think that's the biggest problem here because in a game like diablo i mean there were challenges certainly but they could figure them out you really just needed to get in there and spam stuff and pound dudes and and you could make it work and and it was okay i mean the, the the big thing that's always been a translation issue to me has been it's not really a controls issue like i think controls issues are solvable like i think there's overwatch I see, you know, because you you talk about this topic of why can't it be on 
consoles. Like, mm-hmm. why can't it be on my Switch or on my mobile device? Yeah. And lots of other games are doing it. And consoles are now just, you know, glorified computers where they were, I guess they always were, but it's just different now. You know, the you can do a lot more with a console that there's basically no reason this game can't be there. And Blizzard strikes me as a company that doesn't make their games like, this is a PC-only game. I assume StarCraft from Inception was built with a contingency to be put on consoles. Like we laugh, but the first one was on the 64, right? Yeah. Like, 64 I think, yep. I think if it just didn't end up on consoles, it's because they weren't happy with it. And there wasn't a strong enough push for it or whatever, but you know, next generation blizzard Overwatch is on consoles. Yeah. Um, uh, Diablo's on consoles. Yeah. I can't imagine for the life of me, why hearthstone isn't on consoles. I assume it has to do with, either logistics from updates or not getting enough money maybe but like there's no reason yeah that that game isn't on sony right there's no reason at all for that game to not be on those platforms except you know negotiating a good deal i assume mm-hmm. um but i mean i don't know so can hero can like heroes which is based on the starcraft engine you know did they did they make a flub with like starcraft was the first not world of warcraft game since world of warcraft right start that was the first big announcement of a uh, i think so product outside of world of warcraft yeah starcraft 2 was the big then diablo 3 and they were kind of back to back in terms of announcements but yeah it's, so maybe that engine didn't start off i i just can't imagine it wouldn't i think they have a history of getting their games onto consoles even if it isn't even if it's a bit jokey, like the N64 thing, StarCraft 2. Yeah, but they, bad. you know, to us, but I think they always have a full, they, they're always saying in interviews, like, no, no, we love consoles. We're not a PC master race company. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so I assume everything's there, but the will or logistics to do it. Yeah. Or the current revenue to justify it. That's possible too. Um, I assume World of Warcraft could be on all the consoles. It could be. There's no reason they couldn't. I, I mean, ESO is right. And, it is. So is and um, Final Fantasy is. Yeah. Is Final, Fa- Final Black Fantasy Desert is. Online? Did that make it to consoles? I don't know if it did or didn't. There are lots I mean, of them consoles. I don't and... think there's a department in Blizzard for any of the games where you would go in and you would go, thought about consoles, and they went, what? Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I'd never thought of that before. Yeah, what if yeah. we were on consoles? I hadn't thought. Yeah, I think they sure. I think they probably think about it all the time. I think we're kind of nailing uh, where that's coming from, which is that idea of what are the logistics to move it over? Is it too big of a hurdle? Is it too much? You know, do they just not expect a return on the investment? Um, you know, Diablo 3 is not a port of PC Diablo. It is a it is the same game, but there are different UI systems. Yeah. It gets patched separately from PC. Yeah. It would have For the to be that time. Too. It didn't even have seasons yeah. like it requires its own separate support outside of PC Diablo. Mm-hmm. And if that's what they would get with Heroes of the Storm, you can very easily see them saying, I don't know if we want to make this gamble. You know, it's you know, we look at what we have on the PC. It maybe didn't take off in the way we were hoping. I don't know if we we want to really run the risk on a on a console or mobile. Now, I am of all of us obviously the biggest naysayer of mobile. I think mobile games are uh, ripoffs and a waste of time. Mm. I think I think that when you see a mobile game, it's either trying to get your money or trying to convince you it's better than it is. And that's, oh, that's basically the two categories of mobile games right there. Yeah. Um, 
So I would, I... as critical as I am of mobile games, because they're almost all garbage, <laughs> I still would love to see heroes come to it. Yeah. Um, because honestly, I would love to see our our player base grow and people have new ways to play it. I would never play it on mobile, right? But I don't want to say no. Let's not do that simply because I have a grievance with that as a platform. Well, you would do it once at least. You try it so you can say. Oh, sure, yeah. I'd try it. Yeah, I'd try it and be like, "This is great. I'm gonna go play it on the PC where you know <laughs> it feels like a game." Yeah, but I, I, you know, if I could whip something like this out while I'm in this stupid airport Friday, yeah, uh, stuck in Detroit for two hours or whatever it is, I would love that because, you know, they're therein lies where I want to spend some time is my Blizzard stuff. Now, here's what I actually think they're going to do. So there's my idea. I don't actually think they're going to do it. Uh, but here's what I here's what I do think they're doing. They've got all these little incubator studios going on right now. These little special teams working on stuff. We know a bunch of that is mobile focused. In their minds, they're probably like, we could port more of our things to mobile or we could make brand new experiences there. Yeah. They're kind of like kind of the Nintendo tact, actually, which is, um, you know, they're not going to make a proper Animal Crossing game for mobile. They'll make one that works for mobile and is friendly to mobile players. And and they did. And and it's not great. I think (laughs) I think it's pretty bad, but it's enough. People still play that like crazy. It is a huge success for them. Same thing goes for their uh, what's the one the turn based uh, strategy deal. That's so much better. Oh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem game. People love that over there and they play it like crazy. It's it you and I and our misgivings about a lot of what happens on mobile, notwithstanding, although you're way more critical of it than I am. I've found lots of things on mobile I actually like. Yeah. But uh most of them, admittedly, I avoid the free to play stuff and go straight to something that's, you know, two guys made it, it's premium and it's a fun little experience, but I'm not expecting anything, you know, I'm not expecting it. Right, and I'll walk it back a little. I'll say I have played some good games on mobile. I'm not going to say it's 100% a wasteland. Right. I don't remember what it was. There's one where you were building a boat and you were playing like a puzzle quest game while you were building a boat. Yeah, it was uh, Build a Boat, I think is what it was called. Is that really what it was called? I think it was called Build a Boat. I did did like that game a lot. That was a good game. I so there's a few there's one I named a game but my problem is is more often than not I do things like I play the Animal Crossing game and I get really into it for a day and then the mobileness leaks through and it's just like oh you know what I this just reminded me that all I want is a good new Animal Crossing game right or I just want a Fire Emblem game as it turns out I don't want this mobile right but what they've done is they've figured out that there is a huge swath of the game Republic uh, that are not as hardcore as you and I have less time than you and I, or whatever the the circumstances are that are delving into these things and they're paying real money. And it's like a freaking bank run every time anyone does anything. So I oh, just yeah. think if they're going to do it, if Blizzard does this, it will be more, it will be more along the lines of what Nintendo has done, which may mean that the three of us would be disappointed in what we end up seeing. Uh, but I still like the idea of, broadening the base, not missing out on that boat. And I would love it if Heroes had some kind of version of Heroes or even just a a, a spinoff of like a turn-based Heroes of the Storm uh, little mini thing where I could do a little tactics game or something. Clicker. Give me I know Heroes of the Storm clickers. Don't clickers. I think mobile experiences are 
importance. Like I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, John, but it's funny because this conversation got me thinking back to uh, my one of my ex girlfriends hated, you know, I was playing World of Warcraft, and I'm like, I want to play. It's raid. I'm raiding. Yeah, and she would harass me to no end. But there was that game loft clone. So if we were, you know, it was an evening, we were sitting together, we were talking, but I was playing my little, what is it, Order and oh, Chaos? Oh, Order and Chaos, yeah. I was playing my little Order and Chaos. I was <laughs> I getting that in that, that gameplay, not as good as World of Warcraft, not even close to as good, but it scratched an satisfying itch. me and yeah. i was you know uh, spending quality time with a loved one which is no, you weren't you Freak. were cheating on her with a mobile game <laughs> no no i wasn't because she didn't mind like look she's watching bachelorette or something like that like she she knows i dislike it but you make compromises and so these are some of the th- these are a lot of the things that people do with mobile games for friend raising two kids he can't justify sitting down and playing spider-man for eight hours but he can poke on his phone while the kid plays and be near here and it's it's easier to spend time because the mobile game you just click, click the home button and you go do stuff yeah. I, i'm not saying john's wrong i'm just saying <laughs> it's definitely not a waste of time and it's a huge market for a reason it's because people who like games it's market worth manage billions. their lives better it's billions it's of not dollars. just for at the airport it's right. for like no you're yeah, right yeah. it has its place we're it's single uh, adult men disappointing <laughs> With no kids who can just be like, well, why am I like for me? I'm like, why am I playing this this barf game when I have a honking PC? <laughs> like, I'm just gonna do that, right? Like, right. there's no re- unless I'm on the can. There's no reason to do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I you guys, there's a, there's a lot of right in everything we're saying. I guess my main thing is, I, I was thinking about this. If I take my Switch with me on this trip, for example, I'll probably crank off some games and arena of valor but i would really rather that was a blizzard game and in the same elk like that's where i'd really rather be and so that was my main impetus for this was like you know there's some really cool games on the switch and i probably should be playing those but part of me is always like man what if there was something other than hearthstone i could play uh on the go with blizzard something else i don't know what just something else and i guess that's really what i'm asking for if it's heroes base great if it's not whatever but it's mafia craft. <laughs> <laughs> the games on mobile have the worst names. I'm trying to figure out why I'm okay with Heroes of the Storm because it kind of has a mobile esque name. Oh, big time! But for some reason, maybe it's just a Blizzard bias coming in. I don't notice it. Yeah. But when I hear like Heroes of Valor or Thing of War <laughs> or Place of Destruction, that's all mobile. That's all MOBA like, games, though. Like Heroes oh. of New Earth yeah league of legends like league of legends sounds like League of legends has one of those names too yeah they all have it um i mean honestly if you really want to go and pick at it world of warcraft is so embedded in us that we don't think about it but if you look at it as objectively as you can right it's a dumb name if it didn't have the lineage (laughs) and the pedigree with attached to warcraft right it would be like if that came out now and we had no idea what it was, we would be like, what the hell is this? A world of Warcraft? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. It's and then a they'd good... be like, hey, just wait for Starcraft. <laughs> and you just throw your hands up in the air. You're not even trying. Well, anymore. that's what's great about it. Is it, it What you just said is everything. It's the pedigree and they've earned it. So when they've earned it and they've paid their dues, 
there's a hallowedness to the name and we respect it mm -hmm. when it's uh attackers of valor whatever it is some name that somebody is just attackers riffing of valor? whatever it is well, somebody it's has, arena of valor yeah i mean i could do that i guess i could just say arena of valor but um actually lands think that's, of strife right whatever it is a thing a a, a, a place of adjective right <laughs> lanes lanes of fury lanes of fury <laughs> You, you, uh, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm almost even annoyed, even though I think it's really good, by the way, I, I played Battle Right Royale today. That game's, there's some good, cool stuff going on in there. Yeah. Um, but, and it may end up being the only real, like, uh, Battle Royale game I like, because I, I don't know, there's something about a top-down isometric Battle Royale game that, that tickles my wiener. But anyway, the point is, did I say tickle my wiener? Did I say wiener? <laughs> that's not, that's yeah. not what that's supposed to do. All right, hang on. <laughs> I, there's a Wikipedia. I might have to get in on this game before it gets banned <laughs> in several countries. Yeah, no there's kidding. a Wikipedia page with a list of MOBA names, and it's not that long. Well, there's others too. Uh, you got to count all the like, uh, like uh, just defense of the ancients, which is the original one, yeah. and it's got minions and demigod and League of Legends. Next one is Avalon Heroes. Yeah, I haven't heard. Shut of down that. in 2013. Monday Night Combat was one. Realm of the Titans. There you go. Yeah. yeah Rise of the Portals. Yeah. Uh, awesome Knots is considered one, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of Middle Earth. Apparently, there was a Lord of the Rings one. There was. It got canceled. PlayStation Store. Yeah. Uh, War Warhammer Online. Oh, wait for it. Wrath of Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dota 2. Panzar. Weird. Um, Fates Forever, Vainglory, that's another one. Infinite Crisis, Sins of a Dark Age, Arena of Valor. <laughs> that's about it. Mobile Legends. Yeah, if you look where you really want to look for the dumb names that all sound like World of Warcraft, and then that was the idea, and then everyone just made a thing that sounded like that forever is the Clash of Clans games. Those are all ridiculous. Yeah. There's there's one they're called one called Master X Master that shut down by <laughs> NCSoft. <laughs> They had a they had a pretty cool. I played the beta of the DC one. That was pretty rad, actually. Yeah, was I sad. think that's Infinite Crisis. It was Infinite Crisis? Uh, I said. Crytek is working on one called Arena of Fate. Great, <laughs> great. <laughs> it's like you could have guessed Arena that. Generic of power. <laughs> generic of power. I uh, but yeah. I think the it's... best thing is what Scott's trying to say. Shakespeare said, "Briefer." Oh, what do you say? He wrote in Romeo and Juliet that mm. a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Oh, or something like that. Look at you so, with the yeah. Bo's like our he's our journeyman here. He's our uh, yeah, look at him yeah. classing the place up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. So, um, but if you call it Arena of Fate, we might laugh at it, but if it's a good game, it won't matter. It'll yeah. smell good, it'll smell good no matter what you do. And then, and, and, and so back to my point, Blizzard has earned that right across the board and they don't just willy nilly do dumb ideas. So, so all this is probably for not, I think it's an interesting discussion, but, um, you know, what, whatever they're working on multiple mobile projects, we know that, but we don't know what they are. I just really want to start hearing what that is. Cause I just am so curious, like, what do they do outside of Hearthstone to, to tackle that medium? Because that medium makes buckets of money. Bucket, they released buckets. a Warcraft universe mobile strategy game called Valley of Orcs. <laughs> I like it. Valley of Orcs. I'm in. All right. Well, that's going on. Hey, did that uh, Raven Lord event start? It did, didn't it? It did. Uh, that's cool. So I didn't, I haven't done much other than that one rando game. So I haven't even just chosen my quest yet. John, what did you choose? 
What did you decide? So it's actually really weird the way that they're doing the quests. And in some ways, I think it's really cool and I like it a lot. And in some ways, I kind of don't like it. And I want to say what I'm going to say, but I'm super curious what Bo thinks, because honestly, it's stepping close to achievement territory. Mm. So basically, the way it works is you see all four of the, the new skins that, that they've released, and you pick one. And when you pick it, it takes you to a screen with a series of, I think it's like four or five quests. And you have to start at the top, and it tells you, do X amount of healing in winning games. Doesn't matter what character, it doesn't have to be that character or anything like that. Just go in and do healing if you've selected this quest. And you can do that, and then step out, and then pick a different one, which is capture six mercenary camps in winning games and you can pick that and go in and do it and you can mix and match all you want and it's kind of a neat idea because it gives you an excuse to play maybe some roles that you wouldn't normally pick uh to try and unlock these things the areas it's getting a little questionable for both me and people online is first of all they did a pretty bad job of explaining the rewards so when you look at the rewards for the first quest, it sounds like you're getting the skins unlocked. You are not. You are getting a spray of the skin. Oh. And you are not unlocking the skins themselves. And it doesn't initially do a very good job of warning you, hey, you're not unlocking the skin. You're unlocking a bunch of stuff around the skin. Mm. Uh, and so that's thrown a little, pe a little bit of people off, and they're a little upset about that. The other thing is, and this is what I'm curious what Bo's take is on it, generally speaking what it's asking you to do is stuff you would do in the game anyway you mm. know if you're playing a support character you're going to heal that's your goal so saying do x amount of healing isn't that bad right however i noticed in a couple games that i played somebody would say oh crap i got towers of doom well i needed the quest where i can destroy keeps and now they're pouting all match because they didn't get a map that lets them do the thing that they picked the quest for or I had somebody that did not want to participate at all in the team fights, simply wanted to do camps to get their camp quest. They might have done that anyway. There's plenty of players in the game that do that no matter what. But it's now it's kind of coaching people to maybe not always make the best decisions for the games they're playing instead of playing the game properly. And that's another area where I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of a cool idea. But every now and then you run into people doing one particular quest and now they're flying in the face of what you should be doing as a team. Hmm. Interesting. I don't like it when the, the events cause those kinds of problems. Uh, I like them when they don't do that. And I know that's a that's trouble for them because they would really like to do some dynamic things, but they end up affecting like everyone's experience uh, yeah. playing the game. And I, I don't like that. It reminds me of when they had the, what was the recruit a friend deal? Remember that whole mess? Or the time that all these Overwatch people who didn't know what they're doing were over there. You're like, ah, I just got to get that Genji skin. I don't know what this game is. Like, that stuff messes with me and I don't like it as much. So that's a little sad to hear. So I'm also looking at some cosplay uh, yeah. kits, which are really cool. Anyway, I, um, Bo, thoughts? I, yeah, I mean, I tend to I tend to agree, but I don't know. These events have been so short, I guess. And I never really jumped out at me. I mean, does it warp gameplay? I think in theory, yeah. I think the quest, I had one get 60,000 spell damage, so I played Kerrigan and got it one match. I didn't have to do anything different with that one. It was yeah. very like, well, she does spell damage. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, then the one I have now is Capture Four Watchtowers, and I haven't had a map with a watchtower in it since I got that one. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I think the idea is you're just supposed to earn it casually as you go, and you don't need to make this big effort. I mean, they, they've never been that tough to achieve. Mm. It really, you don't get them. I don't know if you don't log in. But that being said, it does, it can warp gameplay. It can be make it difficult, not fun to get. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you tie activities outside of the game in your games because it definitely has an impact. Yeah, I'm just doing a quick match. So ultimately, if you lose <clears throat> the game, like if I'm solo queuing up a quick match, like I don't care. Yeah, yeah. People do. <laughs> people do plenty of bad things <laughs> that doing something weird to earn their quest is like the least of. Uh, the worries sort of in a, in a regular quick match. I don't haven't seen the behavior too much in competitive modes. Well, yeah, and even the ones I've seen, it has not been by any means egregious enough to say it completely ruined the game. Um, yeah. None of it was that bad. And overall, like I said, I think the benefit of me looking at those quests and going, oh, well, this character would be a perfect character to play to get this. I'll spend some time trying this character I haven't played in a while or, or dust off something new. I think that's a bigger benefit than as eh, somebody spent a little more time murking than I would have liked. But yeah, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it still wants you to win the game. So if anybody's blatantly throwing the game, they're not going to get the credit they're they're working so hard for anyway. So I, I think that element still encourages people to, at the end of the day, come together and say, well, we got to win this thing. Right. Well, we're still fond of the uh, rewards and stuff. So if you uh, are, uh, you know, if you're in there doing it, good. You'll get some rad shit, as the kids say. That's what the kids say today. Yeah. Uh, I can't go down the street without some kid yelling at me. Get some rad shit. Yeah, every time. I don't know when that started, but um, <laughs> I'm just old, I guess. I yeah, I, I, you know, I have less money now. But when <laughs> people ask about it, it's when kids told me to. I need to be hip exactly right uh let's see what else um by the way athena and blackheart announcers are in the game they are gold not money or gems right so you pay gold for those that's the first time they've done that with announcers i think i think so it's the first time i've seen it i saw the athena one the other day i think it was she was put in a while ago but i was like oh i missed this completely i'm getting this and Mm. now blackheart's in there as of this week so i'm like Makes sense that Blackheart wants gold. Yeah, he's the yeah, guy. Very, he... very the lead. I mean, this, <laughs> I want this Blackheart. I don't have eight thousand. This is like the biggest deal ever. Is it eight thousand? It's time for a match. It's eight thousand. <laughs> Bring uh, me the blooms. That's a lot. Eight thousand is a lot to me. Does that seem like a lot to people? It seems like a lot yeah, to me. It's ten thousand for the fancy amount. And honestly, I suspect there are quite a few people running around with like billions of golds in their account. Mm. Yeah. So not they me, have to. But man, it's definitely there. not me. Um, Depends how much you re-roll. Some people are stingy with the re-rolls. Yeah. I like my gold like I like my bank account. Low and questionable. That's right. I have tried to do less re-rolling because I'm trying to save a little more cash for stuff. You get a lot of gold suddenly when you stop doing that. Yeah, suddenly it's like all the gold you would normally not have, you have now. Right? There's a lesson. <laughs> profound, Scott. There's a, le- there's a lesson there. There's a lesson for life, you know? If you don't buy that Vente Latte every day, you'll have more money mm-hmm. than before you were doing it, see? 
<laughs> so I'm not sure I follow, but I would like to subscribe to your newsletter, and uh, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, if economics 101. You with... miss all the shots you don't take. The, yep. Yeah, early to bird, later to rest, makes a man poke a poke a butt. Don't look gift gold in the mouth. Don't lick don't lick gift gold in the mouth. Yep. Got it? <laughs> lick it out of the mouth. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? I don't know. Gold? Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh others right. have it, we want it. <laughs> yes. And it but wait, Bo, did you buy both of the packs then or just the lady? What'd you do there? Uh I haven't bought any, well, I bought Athena. Okay. The lady from yeah. Overwatch because that was before Blackheart got launched. Right. But I'll have 8K pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of who Athena is? Is she the robot-y lady that talks? She, she's the she's the Overwatch Winston friend. Right. Winston's like eating peanut butter. And she's like a incoming call for for Winston from Tracer. Right. Like, what? Right. Winston, get off your butt and open the door. That lady. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, she's cool. I like her. She's a fake lady though. She's like a Siri type, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what was kind of yeah. There's no photo even. There's just a picture of an A. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there's funny. no. There's no art for Athena. She's just a an AI, so it doesn't exist in the physical realm. Is she apparently. an AI or a VI? Mm. Oh, John. She's a UTI. I'm just curious. This is an important questions. It's not Mass Effect. <laughs> but what if it was? I don't think <laughs> there are Omnics in the Overwatch world, which in theory are. If they're not artificial intelligence, I don't know what they are. I would think they would be AIs. Right. Bastion made a choice, Bo. Yeah, he did. Did he? Oh, yeah. yeah to become a VI? Well, no. No, he made a choice not to kill people. Yeah. Until he gets into Overwatch and mows people down. Yeah. I assume Athena has the same agency. She's like, I really don't want to give Winston this call, but I have to because of the laws of artificial intelligence enacted in 2136. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John just reminded me. Right, Winston. Oh, not I'm Winston. Being cut off. Oh, you hear? AI's got me. Oh, Bo, are you not hearing us? Are you okay there, buddy? <laughs> like that he came back in the same still image that he left in. Yeah, hold on. Everyone <laughs> there oh, there he is. He's back. Freaking <laughs> the AI. The AI's hacking me. They're trying to shut me down. You have some new storms there in uh, Ottawa. Got to be careful, man. Well, yeah, um, good. I'm back. I'm okay, good. good. By the way, did you read this comic? Uh, no, but I, let me make a quick, uh, I want to say one fast thing. What was it? Um, oh, I reminded you of something. Yes. The, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Winston, uh, freaking Bastion. Bastion. Uh, I'm still a little perplexed that they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to build some lore and tell a story about how he becomes a pacifist, <laughs> but every game he shoots everyone. <laughs> over and over again the more people he shoots the better yeah that's weird it's a little weird i know it's hard to do that stuff to write around you know what the game mechanics are but yeah he's... you want to know my favorite thing mm. i believe that the overwatch characters and i know this is like a whole thing in people's fan fiction this is nothing new i think they're just cosplaying and just having like <laughs> larping fights because i want you to go back and watch that original trailer the yeah. one with the kid in the museum and all of that right 
they unload entire clips of ammo on each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just like watching people play fighting. <laughs> like they're just sitting there going pow, pow, pow. And Winston's just like, oh no, bullets, whatever. And then like they just keep shooting each other and there's no genuine reaction to being shot at all. People are just like, oh, I'm mildly inconvenienced because he's <laughs> aiming guns at me. Everybody should go back and watch it and just think about how little damage is actually being done in that video. Yeah. And it becomes like a whole other thing. They might as well be shooting nerf darts. In fact, 10 points to whoever is the first person to go back and add nerf darts to that intro. Yeah, that'd so be that a good idea. So that it looks the way they actually react. It's a really good point. There's only some structural damage to a pair of glasses, a glass case, and a window as they escaped, really. And that's it. There's not yeah, much and else. one lady gets punched. Yeah. Which one? Hold on. Oh yeah, the Widowmaker, Widowmaker gets punched. With Doomfist. Yeah, with the Doomfist kids, kid Doomfist, who who should have been Doomfist, by the way, just that kid with a giant fist. That would have been all right. <laughs> and a little broken arm. Yeah, if you're gonna put a squirrel in the game or whatever they did, you could do that. Uh, <laughs> hamster, sorry. Um, all right, uh, Bo, this comic. No, have you? I haven't read it uh, yet. Yeah, so there's a new comic yet. It's in there. Well, uh, I'm not gonna. S- I don't want to spoil anything, but you should flip to the last page because oh, really? So remember that girl with the with the two or the casket on her back or the package? It looks like a like a what do you call what you put the deceased in? The casket. Oh, a casket. Yeah, a coffin, coffin casket. Yeah. Um, she got a coffin on her back. She's all like regretful. Kane was right. She should do something. Someone has to fight the darkness, or the dawn will never come. Sounded kind of like, uh, hey, I'm going to be an original creation for. I, it's sort of pointing to, like, you know, we can expect this. And that coffin on her back really lends me to believe, like, this is a ultimate. Like, she's going to drop the coffin and a giant guitar playing llama will jump out and go, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost version of it. Like, it's, yeah. there's some, you know, there's something going on here, but I feel like. Here's the sound effect I've been told. Uh, I have, they're saying in my ear right now, Blizzard, Blizzard had sent over the sound effect. This is what the sound will be. <laughs> exactly. It. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I'm looking at the final page. I think you're, I think you're right. There's not a spoiler here, by the way, people. It's just they're setting her up, man. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, there's no other reason for her to have that coffin. Yeah. Nobody she, was like, Hey, we got this character that's just going to be in the comics a couple times. What if we put a coffin on her back? What does she use it for? Nothing. She just carries it on her back for the whole comic. Yeah, I I really think she's got and she's such a MOBA character without an origin. You know what I mean? Like just looking at her, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see that running down the lane doing weird things. I can totally see it. Like that's a that's I, I think you're I think you're on to something. I think she looks cool. I think it's a cool. Oh it's no, it's cool super cool. Coffin. Like it's, it's super. Cool. But yeah, you're definitely right. It's just like if this was just a hero in arena of valor, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. You, or, <laughs> yeah. Coffin girl. She look. If you told me she was from arena of valor, I would believe you. Yeah. Like yeah. I do think she looks cool, but she looks like a other MOBA character that has shown up. Well, that's because you don't have any. You know, with all these other things we have. Oh, there's Jim Rayner. I know him from stuff. Like you don't. We don't have that with her. And so she feels like, you know what? All Blizzard characters would feel that way if they hadn't taken the care to make them rad. Like if you look at Jim Rayner and you had no idea what Starcraft was, 
he's just dude. You know, there's nothing special going on there. If you look at um, let's see, who's a good example here? Uh, uh, like Cho Gall. What's you know, if you didn't know about Warcraft, you didn't know about the two-headed ogres, you didn't know have any of that reference point. It just looks like a weird thing. A uh, you know, ten cent put in their game. Yeah, Medivh looks like just the dude man. Yeah, he's You'd a dude man. Probably read it and go, why'd they put the Raven Lord in here with a different name? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh it's this what if she's from all the universes what if she has red eyes like diablo but she's a human from starcraft and she's got like a little withered gnome in her coffin what if she's from a future property oh oh hey hold on now explain because all the heroes are from different parts of the blizzard universe yeah what if is her name orphe orphea or orpheus I don't know. Yes. I have no Take idea. The purple pill or the blue pill. <laughs> um, Orpheus. Okay, Orpheus. Uh, what if she's from a future property? Could be. New hero what if she's Diablo from Diablo 4? 4? Yeah, could be. What if she's Jinx? Yeah, I mean, Jinx, we have the Jinx. same good idea at the uh. same time. <laughs> and that's little withered Deckard Kane body. Oh, in there. and she's buddy with Deckard Kane. Oh, so my like, gosh. Uh, what if that is Deckard Kane's withered old body in there? And he still identifies items as a little talking skeleton. Oh, shut up. I got killed by <laughs> butterflies, but I don't let that get me down. <laughs> oh, you've got a thing to identify. Bring it here. Yeah, I'm I'm in. I like your little idea there. I mean, why not? You always need... meant to bring Kane back from that butterfly death. Oh, yeah. There's no way that, that yeah. he's ever forever <laughs> dead. Diablo sort of trailed Diablo off. without Deckard in there somewhere. Yeah, he's there is wrong yeah well i don't think it, just, it would be like a diablo game without diablo in it like it's sad that that's ultimately like not a surprise when diablo shows up but if you played through diablo and he was never in it you'd kind of you'd kind of go huh so yeah. in a new version of diablo decker kane is he an angel on the Jira's cancel or is he a demon like the lord of identification <laughs> <He's> the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> let me identify those items the prime the, the prime evil of storytelling uh, who knows what he'll be but he'll <laughs> he'll uh he's got to come back as freaking decker kane but here's the thing I, I think we're missing i think there will be legions of diablo fans who would be actually pissed if a, a titular character wasn't introduced in a Diablo game, but instead was introduced in a Heroes game and made it to Diablo. I think that would bug them. Good. Okay, you're fine with that. So you want... <laughs> That's. I'm a huge Diablo fan. It was my gateway into Blizzard, but who cares where she appeared first? Yeah. Diablo sucks because they they take games from Heroes of the Storm and put it in the new Diablo, where Path of Exile just looks like crap and makes me feel good inside you know that better than everyone else you know someone's agreeing with that though because there's always some a-hole sure wouldn't believe the guy i got in a fight with on the instance chant or the instance twitter account today i was so annoyed so annoyed with that guy it's bad i i know um blizzard they recently put some videos up talking about how wow classic is uh you're gonna be able to preview it from home on your virtual ticket yeah it's amazing. Yeah, and comments pe- and people are losing it. Fifty dollars is too much for a demo, <laughs> and I'm not getting a mount as a gift. The whole reason to spend fifty bucks is a mount in World of Warcraft. What a ripoff! Yeah. So, or what was the guy saying? In ESO, they're giving you a mount and a clothing 
and a mansion and this was just like it's just like a whole wall of this. and i'm like well then go play yes my, my computer go like i want to reach in and throttle the <laughs> like that so yeah. by the way like, chad that was a good clip if you want to dig through there and make that a clip what bo just did is a good clip like 50 dollars um, for virtual for any video programming is bad you buy it because you're a fan of the company and want to participate in the con from remotely yeah otherwise be quiet yeah, yeah. for you fan base or don't <laughs> how about we don't comment yeah, or, yeah, or who we cares? just don't comment. Like, we're gonna get the WoW Classic demo. <laughs> it was a game for years that we played. What are you demoing? <laughs> I need to make sure it's still classic enough. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> nobody cares. I don't know even know what I don't even know what to think of that. Like, we're gonna be in Anaheim. Are we gonna have? We'll have hands on somewhere. They'll probably have it in the demo space. Yeah, they'll be. It'll be on the show floor. They were saying in this video, yeah, that. Uh, but it's just that for at, at home, you'll be able to do it too. I'm prepared. It. Listen, I am 100 percent prepared for molten core level disappointment. By the way, I'm ready for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they were even kind of like that, like Ian and um, as a J. Allen Brack, yeah. like when they were, they're like, yeah, you'll be able to auto attack a cool bore for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I loved WoW at the time. I think that was great. I might even play WoW Classic for a brief period just to go, man, yeah, this was wild, right? Yeah. But I am not looking forward to playing it seriously. There is no way that's going to happen. No. Nope. Nothing like having to be an herbalist as a rogue so I can brew my poisons and be effective <laughs> at my class. <laughs> there's Why so much more that? than that. There's so much more than that. Like, there's... A million people have forgotten how many things have changed and how many of those things they like. Now, I know there's some people who are like, I've been playing on vanilla servers for months before they got hacked or whatever happened. So I know what I want. I know, I know you're there. I get your outlier status. I just think most of us are going to go, Oh, cool. Ooh. All right. Well, that was fun. See you in the, see you in the new content. That's what's yeah, going to It's for some people and for them. Cool maybe don't complain about $50 virtual tickets if that's your only thing. They want everything free, dude. That's the whole point of their lives. That's They're going to be surprised when the WoW Classic comes out, I, I think. I think they might be as well. Blizzard is a enterprise interested in profitability, and they have forgotten that. Uh, Kerrigan, she had a rework. Is she in the wild or still PTR? All launched. Everything that was uh, future stuff is today live, okay. or yesterday. Live. So it's out. Has anyone uh, messed with her proper and felt felt? Yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, I like the tone. What? How do you like her? What do you think? Uh, time to play her before they nerf her. <laughs> yep. Mm. You want to have some fun OP games? Kerrigan is pretty ridiculous right now, and Jeez. the new stuff is all fun. Really. All gold. Okay. Zero complaints. Wow. That's I mean, like that move where she jumps at you. She does you, everything she did before. You get to do it a lot more. Okay. But you get your a lot more cues, which feels good. You you like you don't have a double strike was a popular pick at 13 for talent. You don't get that. So it's like it feels different, but it's all the same. Yeah. Um, but it's easy to like an OP hero. That's Oh yeah, of part course. of the problem. But she's fun to play right now. Jumping around is good. You know when you can clear out a lane by pressing Q, you don't deplete from mana. 
You don't need to take a special talent to not deplete for mana. Everything's really good. She'd get a ton of shields right now. That's where they usually balance her. She's extremely resilient. Mm. Um, she's and and that new ultimate, the summon ultralisk. Oh my god, it's so good. So good. Bust Diva out of her mech and then and send the ultralisk at her and just combo her, her face off. And it's like there's and so then many she situations. Gets that talent where she gets 30% extra spell power damage when she uses her ult. Yeah. And you shoot that out, stun them, then dive on top of them and blow them up with your combo. It's madness. It's so good. That is madness. Yeah. Get it get it in. Well, you can't. You're gone for the weekend, but oh well, rip Scott. <laughs> you won't get to play her OP. All right. Well, I hope they don't bump and um nerf her by next Tuesday, because that's about the next time I get to play. Bo um, looks like he's trying to blow out the candles on a cake. Wh- who me? Oh, no, Bo was. Oh, he's Bo frozen. was? Oh, where'd yeah, he go? He's, he's back now, though. Oh. Maybe. Oh, did he freeze for a second? Yeah. I went to look at his video and it was a very it was a tight close up of your Silvana statue because the video shifted and it was all <laughs> zoomed in on Silvanus's face. I'm the reason this is a problem today. She says. Um, all right. Well, while we're waiting for him to come back, uh quick note about uh what was it? I was gonna talk about her, about Kerrigan. Silvanus Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Right wing. Can't remember now. She's Can't. the queen of blades, you know. Uh, yes. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Um, are I mean, how in between like pro stuff are we right now? We're pretty in between things right now, right? There's no. What do you mean like, like events? Yeah. No, it's going. So because we're we're in the lead up to BlizzCon right now, basically. Right, but HGC doesn't end there, does it? It ends before. It takes a break after BlizzCon. Okay. So there is nothing to my thinking that they get experimental with these reworks when it's the off season, but we're not going to see this Kerrigan in pro play right now anyway, right? Uh, I don't remember how long it takes for them to go to HGC. I know it's quicker than it was before, but usually they're a patch or two behind. We might have new Kerrigan at BlizzCon. Okay. Well, we'll see. Bo, did you play around with her little chrysalis thing, or she makes like it's like her? Yeah, it's, it's great. Someone pyroblasted me even today. Really? Yep. Does I, it... they, oh, and I'm I'm getting better at this. The spray, by the way, because this is the best part. I let the pyroblast sail across the map, <laughs> and just yeah. as it was about to hit me, I sprayed L- my LOL Lunara spray, going nice. LOL, LOL, LOL. Yeah. And then chrysalis. Did you capture that and uh, you know put it up for the internet to see? No, I didn't. But oh. it's important that KT saw it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. And now Bo's back. I can say it. You know how Twitch when they make clips, somebody made a clip of Bo talking about not getting them out. Uh, Wicked Kitten did. And you know how they they just have a bunch of nonsense words to make up their links. Uh, yeah. For for clips, today's might be my favorite. <laughs> Bo's is uh, <laughs> it's a uh, clips slash Swiss flaccid pepper velociraptor. <laughs> that just seems I hate flaccid pepper. It seems well, it seems kind of crude and rude a little bit, but maybe not. We know that he's from Switzerland. Yeah. We know that he's got a flaccid pepper. <laughs> but he is a dinosaur that likes the philosophy, and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. No one judges here. Oh, was judge. it Philosoraptor? Yeah, Philosoraptor. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's just nonsense. Like the meme. Remember the meme, Bo? The great meme. Oh, yeah. I know the meme. Was there I a meme? The Did I miss the meme? Yeah, there's a meme, meme of a raptor, like, thinking. Oh. Well, all right. 
I'm going to take it's your... It's the fruit. internet. It's <laughs> always funny. It's Is it, though? Is it? No. No, it's no, not, it's is not. it? All right. Uh, let's see what else. Bright Wings Rework is also in there. Um, anyone have a chance to see if yes. she's... Yeah? yeah. What'd you think? I woke up early this morning just to play more Brightwing games. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Brightwing's I mean, it's, awesome. It, it's not what woke me up, but it's what made me say, maybe 3.30 is when I wake up today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. When do you usually just to wake? play Brightwing games? Yeah. When do you usually wow. wake up? When do you usually get out? Uh, five thirty. Jeez, Louisa. What? Yeah. Yeah. Five thirty. Yeah. I when I was a kid, I would do this before school. I really wanted to play, I don't know, some NES game, and I would get up at the crack of freaking dawn to do it because I knew my mom was going to let me otherwise, and it was going to be a huge day of school with no games. So I remember doing that. Just getting up so early, and I don't know if I can do that to myself now. <laughs> I have to do this for a flight on Friday. I have to get up at like three because the yeah. flight. I got to be at the airport by four. Ugh, I'm dreading it. Yeah, dreading it. I hate it. I hate early mornings, you guys, so bad. Well, let me tell you, three's okay. I was up. I was up at three thirty this morning playing Brightwing games, feeling good about life. Nothing good uh, happens at three a.m. except for that what you're talking yeah about. that was i basically experienced the only joys that 330 has to offer and it was joy because the new Brightwing is sick i love the new Brightwing. Mm. uh it feels like so the thing about Brightwing, and i know i'm kind of just explaining what the character is to people but for people that haven't really picked her up or tried her she's not a support in the way that most supports are She's kind of like a more Healy Tassadar in a lot of ways because you're not really actively healing your team in the, oh, I need to save them. Here's a heal for them. Right. You're saving them in the form of you anticipate a bunch of damage is going to fall on somebody and you negate it with a polymorph or you negate spell damage with her pixie dust or to help them get out or get in to make an engage. Like, your sole purpose, what you're playing, is somebody who enables combat. And the healing comes passively as a result of that. Yeah. Uh, and and that's how you heal with her. It's, it's kind of damage mitigation in a lot of ways, more than active healing. And there's something that I really love about just that play style. It's very, very fun. Maybe it's just kind of trolly. You know, you see a butcher running in and you know that you're going to be the one to ruin his life. You know, he's going to just race in and just about to get his meat stacks and he hits and he's like, yes, time to do it. And then you turn him into a little crab and he doesn't get to do anything. And you get to just laugh at him and more often than not, he dies. Uh, (laughs) But the biggest thing for me about the Brightwing rework is her level one talent that if the target dies, I think it's within 1.5 seconds of polymorph. Yeah. Um, I'm looking it up right now. You get a full reset on the you, yeah, you, reset polymorph. You get a just you just refresh it and it increases the range. And if you're a dive team, if you're gonna be aggressive with Brightwing, this talent is crazy because you can dive in, nuke somebody down who's been polymorphed and immediately polymorph the next threat and do the same thing. Wow. You can essentially, if you're a team that can quickly delete a hero, you can very quickly and very easily just remove two of their players from battle that just don't get to participate. Wow. And it's incredibly powerful feeling. I notice when I click the link, it 
currently on the breakdown. It's got 0%, but I freaking love it. It mm. was so much fun to use and do. Mm. Interesting. 0% win rate? Well, these are, these are again, yeah. these are builds, uh, not... Oh. Pick rate. If you want pick rates, go to, to Hot Slogs. But it's like it's been out one day. Like all this is going to be inaccurate, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, people, there's a pretty big Reddit thread going on up discovering how good shish kebab is uh, on stitches. Oh, it's yeah. a talent no one ever takes, and because there's unwritten rules that are not in the tooltip text, and nobody ever thinks about it. Um, yeah. and apparently it's quite good. Interesting. Because of the unwritten rules, it can you can hook through walls. Oh. Well, that's okay. technically not possible everyone's like what <laughs> but you if you take the took two targets and you can actually use it to hook through walls a point blank hook stuns yeah uh none of that's written on the thing oh. anyway so wow. all it says bright wing day one i mean come on right that being said i did try this talent hyper shift at level one john i don't know if you've tried it it's an insane amount of healing yeah, yeah. I can I can top off at fifty percent to hawk. I was just like, there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, something I uh, we also learned about is some virtual ticket rewards across the various games. We'll focus on heroes here. Um, if you get the virtual ticket, you will get to ride around on a menacing metallic style with the new Nexus Razor Grin mount. It's basically that shark in the water mount but reskin to be like a metallic looking uh robot fish robot yeah yeah um and you also get uh 2018 blizzcon banner and portrait of course but uh the main thing is that razor grin mount so if you're if you're into that then bob's your uncle check that out uh, up on the site now you can go read about it and see what else is going on with the other games because there's some other cool stuff as well especially in wow i think um what else oh hey look what time it is hold on a second uh don't didn't i get a thing oh yeah here we go hold sinners that's right it's time for the seven deadly sins of heroes Bo once again takes us down that lonely path of reconciliation and redemption when it comes to the things we do wrong in heroes of the storm today's you're not rotating enough tell me about that sin Bo. Well, uh, it's rotation has made its way into the lexicon of heroes' terms. I'm coming through okay, by the way, right? Yeah, you sound good now. Robot voice. Yeah. Had a few issues today. Yeah, okay. um, rotating is, is, is in the lexicon as, you know, basically not staying tacked to a lane yeah. by being active and moving between the lanes to make plays or to soak. For example, today, Dahaka got really low. In the bottom lane, so it was Brightwing. I Z'd to Dahaka while he backed so I could soak in the lane. That's a rotation. Uh, while he backed, and I think his, he pinged that his Z was would be on cooldown, but he had to back for the next objective. So um, one example of a rotation, just being making heads-up plays to make sure your lane soak is covered in the early game. But it also uh, it means there's two things you can do in the lane. Right now, popular opinion is especially in the solo lane, it's not really worth it to push in. So just sit there and don't push the lane in, soak the XP and be patient. One of the benefits of pushing a lane in is that once they get to the towers and you can see on your map where the next minion wave is, you have a bit of time to move to another lane, help out to make a gank, rotate back up without missing any or too much XP. So the way to think about rotations is to think about boxing. 
if you are punching Elaine, am I still here? Yeah, you're here. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, everyone was super still. <laughs> I'm super into <laughs> like it. You were, I didn't, like you were both so still, it was insane. Yeah. All right, so every, um, when you're a boxer, if you punch with your left and punch, let's say, in the cheek, I don't know if that's a place to punch, but let's punch there. <laughs> punch him in, punch the in the cheek. Punch him in the cheek. <laughs> All right. Okay. And if you go and punch him in the cheek again, what does the boxer do after? Or a third time or a fourth time, what is the defending boxer going to do? He's going to guess where you're punching. It's going to be really easy for him to beat you if you only punch in that one spot. Right. Rotation is equivalent to you going, I go left in, into the gut. I go right. I take a headshot. I go left into the gut. And four or five of these might get blocked or might not be satisfactory plays. But you're creating a pattern of behavior in order to find an opportunity to break it. And so if you go left and go right, go left and go right, and then oop, you go right a second time instead of going left again, that's what rotating is about. It's about not just soaking the XP, making sure you got someone doing jungle, making sure people are showing up to objectives on time, but it's to find opportunities to break the enemy. And this applies not only to your early laning levels, actually way more important, like post-level 16 when it's time to win the game. And again, you've won the objective you pushed in the objective died now everyone's sitting in the lane and they're poking each other 5v5 in the bot lane mm. so many other things you've been doing a five man can also rotate mm. so you can initiate the rotate do retreat pings do a thing the idea behind rotating is that if you're in constant motion you are making it harder for your opponents and increasing your chances of success to win a game right you sit still, and we all know sitting. I don't mean literally sitting still. That's bad in any MOBA. Don't sit still. Um, and don't siege up as much as your sergeant here. Like, don't sit still. You're an easy target. Yeah. Same from a more macro perspective. You're harder to conquer if you're on the move, if you're rotating. So uh, be mindful that it might be fun and pleasurable to sit in one spot and stack your quests and try and hope for some sweet Genji Swift strikes. It's actually much better to be just moving around for the sake of moving around. Exercise is good yeah. in real life and in heroes. So I, li- I like it. I'm, I, I find that I'm, when I'm with a team that's always mindful of that, like when we play together, you or um, Kyle are pretty good about calling it out and saying, get a rotation down here or whatever. You know, you're calling that stuff out. Um, it's just good to just get in the habit of that because when you're playing by yourself or you're playing with randos, um, it can make a difference even there, even if, even if they're not calling for it, you just get a, you know, an intuition on where to go and when to go and, you know, leave the lane after you've cleared it, do a thing down there, keep the other team on their toes. This is all good advice. So do not commit the deadly sin of rotating. Not enough people or you'll be in huge trouble. Thus endeth the lesson. And we end it with this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Can't get enough of that. I love it so much. All right. Uh, This weekend, there will be dungeons, but there won't be Nash. Uh, Nash will be on an airplane flying. Or no, he'll actually be uh, on stage doing a thing uh, right when you guys are recording, actually. So uh, they're going to go ahead and go without me. They're going to be doing there will be dungeons without me and without my character, which is kind of exciting, actually, because... I don't think this has happened before. We've had weeks where things got missed entirely, but I don't think there's been one where I wasn't there. So what happens to my character while I'm not there is super fascinating to me. 
And uh, also, it's good for you guys because you can check in and watch the show and not miss a beat. So uh, check that out this weekend. Uh, you'll find it. Uh, who's streaming it? I guess it'll be hosted on mine, so you'll see it on mine. Uh, yeah, it'll be hosted on yours. Yeah, probably at yours. If not, it'll be either John or Colin Kristen. Okay. Well, for I now, I don't want to do DMing and the streaming thing. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have. We're you don't have to do all the duties, which is good. But um, yeah. So just check out frogpants.tv or follow these guys on Twitter. And make sure you follow what's going on because it's happening, and they just aren't gonna have a cool dragon guy with them. That's just the. That's just fine. Just aren't gonna have him. What are you it gonna do? It is a shame. Yeah, it is I'm a shame. Glad we're gonna get to play, but I will. I will miss having you there. Because yeah, I'm gonna miss it too. Nash is so often the MVP of my personal enjoyment <laughs> of the show. Well, <laughs> I uh, uh, who knows? It may you guys may find a. I don't know. You may go. Oh man, we hardly even need that guy. What's he doing there? You He's, guys are all MVPs. There's no. There's no. Everyone's uh, at a. Both it's tr- it's true. It's just Scott makes me unexpectedly laugh in ways that I'm not. Oh, yeah, there'll be definitely, you know, if you're used to having pepperoni on your pizza, it'll be a pizza with no pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> he is. You eat the pizza, with no pepperoni. But yeah. But if you're used to having, <laughs> if you used to having, <laughs> if if you're used to having bleach up your butt, I'll be back next week. So don't worry about it. <laughs> um all right well that's gonna be that for that check it out there will be dungeons.com for details and if you haven't caught up on the show plenty of time to do that before uh, you catch the latest episode so go do that as well i'm going to read an email that we received at core at heroes that's the email address to use use it wisely that is to say use it often we'll read your email right here on the show core at heroes is the email address and it comes to us from matthew pope uh, who is, <laughs> I was going to make a Pope joke, but things are a little bit sensitive with the Popes right now, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, anyway, his subject is GM experience. He says, hey guys, I just wanted to say thanks for all the entertainment. I'm currently subscribed to TMS, The Instance Core, and There Will Be Dungeons. I love Blizzard's GM experience, as most of their staff are super friendly and helpful, but I almost wish they were, uh, sorry, they were like, Sorry, I almost wish they were like in EverQuest days. I think they mean the way they people were in the EverQuest days. When you submitted a ticket and a GM responded, uh, they would show up in front of you, decked out in amazing gear, special titles, and GM-specific nameplates. All of the players standing around would form a crowd as they would fix your problem and then maybe shoot some fireworks or do something silly. I think it would be great if Blizzard would adopt this method as a way to engage with their community in the world we're playing in. Thoughts? This may only apply to John, since uh, I know he was an EQ player as well. Thanks, guys. So this came to us to the core thing. It's more an MMO deal. But I remember early in the WoW days having the experience of a GM showing up. I remember them doing this. Am I wrong? Does anyone else remember that? No, I vaguely remember you could see them. They had a special, their name was a special color, I thought. I thought it was like orange, yeah, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, and it was a big deal when you found one, and it, it seemed very cool. They still had a little bit of the flair, like occasionally you'll get a message from a GM, and it'll say, you know, you'll get a whisper, and it'll say, smoke swirls around you, and you seem confused. Suddenly it coalesces, and there stands a gnome glaring at you. <laughs> and, you know, you'll get a little flavor built into your gm experience but they usually don't appear in front of you 
Um, fun fact, I actually was an EverQuest GM for a very brief window. Oh, no way. Did you get yeah. to do the th- where you'd appear in front of people and stuff? No, I was only ever really uh, kind of like a, a pro BGM. I never really graduated to full GM. Mm. It was a case of me as a little kid, because that's how old I was when EverQuest was out, yeah. wanting all the power and not really realizing this is a job. <laughs> uh and you have school and <laughs> activities and a social life. And I was like, I'm doing good, right? And they're like, you could put in a little more time. And I was like, this is all the time I have. I have a bedtime in school in the morning. <laughs> so I didn't do it for very long, but I did do it. And it was fun. It was fun to show up places. and People would go, oh, my gosh. They would flock around you. And they would ask you to do all sorts of cool things to them. But I didn't have access to any of the cool things that gms could do later where they could just turn you into a wisp or other such nonsense i just could kind of be like what's your technical problem and i will help you (laughs) so wait were you uh i I dare not even ask this but how old were you in 1997 and 98 or whatever that was 97 and 98 i would have been 14 years (sighs) old 13 gosh dude you're such a young buck All right. Well, I was married and had and Carter was a year old. Think of that. She's 21 now. <laughs> We're it's all It's been old. some time since then. It has it's been a little some time. Bit of time. Yeah. That's super weird to even hear it. All right. Uh well, Matthew Pope, thanks for your experience and telling us all about it. Core at heroesforyou.com is the email address. Uh, of course, Heroes of the Storm's never gonna have a GM show up and Oh. Oh, you, you say that. Yeah. But what if a ref showed up in the middle of one of your matches with like a checkered shirt and black pants and he would he spread his arms out, he had a whistle, like time out, toxicity, you're out. All your characters oh, stop. That'd moving. be so good. They monitor the chat. They see a troll and just I'd be down with that. That's a I cool idea. I think uh I would totally take uh, uh Would it be would it be uh, na- a naked Picard except he'd be wearing a striped shirt? No, yeah, no, no, no. Donald ducking Uh, it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think maybe he'd be like one of the comic characters. Like they could make a real thing. He would be Donald ducking it. Hold on a second. Donald Duck because he doesn't wear pants. I get the reference. But Donald Duck has, or uh, sorry, Naked Picard has pants, so he'd still have pants. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a reverse Donald Duck. Yeah, he is a reverse Donald Duck. (laughs) Also, show title. Reverse Donald Duck is a good show title. Someone write that down. All right. Uh, Big thanks to everybody for sending in your messages. We'll get more of those in the future. Should be a show next week like normal. And uh, if you're in Ohio, again, look me up this weekend. Uh, All you can find out about that, all the details you need are over at thegdex.com. That's the the letter G. Sorry to interrupt you. It's fine. Sorry. No, Scott is amazing. He's all like humble on here, but when he gets up on stage, he's a dynamo. Well, I don't know about dynamo, but I'll be something. And, uh, you know, this show will get mentioned and uh, some other cool stuff about how Blizzard uh, podcasting is a big deal and how it kind of radiates out and creates cool things and the relationships you can make and all that. Got a big talk. It's going to be 45 minutes of pure bliss for whoever's sitting in those chairs, I'm sure. Uh, Many parts. <laughs> yeah. All of that and more. So check that out. In the meantime, we are at heroesforyou.com. If you want to support the show, and I know that many of you do, many of you already have, but if you haven't and you're thinking about doing it, it's real easy. Go to patreon.com slash core show. It matters a whole lot to us, and we really, really appreciate it. 
You can read all the details and check it out at patreon.com slash core show. We love being crowdfunded and you are our bosses. So go check that out. Uh, we appreciate it. You can also email us core heroes for you.com. I've already mentioned that. And we're on Twitter at core heroes at John underscore Jagger, who was 14 in 1997. Uh, Scott Johnson. I don't know if that's true. I'm bad at math. Oh, well, that's all right. It might be true. You were too, you weren't, you know why you're bad at math. You were skipping class to do GMing and EQ. <laughs> yeah. I had to go do EverQuest work. Right. <laughs> I can understand if I was 14 and that was happening, I would have as well. Uh, anyway, Bo Schwartz is the other one. So make sure you use all of those and find us on Twitter. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, Chad, that sound is the kind of sound you just hear at the end of a sitcom, though, when they do the little stamp. Yeah. That yeah. would be mine. It would be. <laughs> I used to be such a fan of that. I love intro logos, and I love... Good boy. Yeah, that stuff. I yeah. love that stuff. I, I, used, I used to wonder who was, you know, I used to think, who's in charge of that and how do I get that job? Because it just seems like it'd be fun to... Fremulon. Fremulon. What was the, yeah. what was the one? Uh, Battlestar Galactica had a good one. Everyone was different where Ron Moore, like a cartoon, like Monty Python cartoon looking oh, Ron yeah. Moore what would was that? throw something at the other guy and they'd cut his arm off by accident or something. And I can't remember what they I said. I don't remember what they said, though. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a saying. Ugh, I don't remember. But I used to love that. It's such, there yeah. was bad robot, just kids yelling bad robot. Yeah. It was good dog. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. lady from The Simpsons. I even remember a more recent one from uh, Nickelodeon where they'd have like one of those live Nickelodeon shows that wasn't a cartoon. And at the yeah. end, uh, a monkey would come out with three eyes and go, Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> you remember that guy he was great a three-eyed <laughs> monkey i'm paul the three-eyed monkey uh and i used to also i used to love those after these messages we'll be right back like the little uh breaks between cartoons yeah. and stuff oh, i still love it all those Do you remember things. the one where they would just go in a minute in a minute in a minute and then it cut to a fish and it'd go bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's always in my head yeah that's a good one when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.